Oh, jam! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Monday Night Magic and things and stuff. I'm sick, and I don't care. <laughs> Uh, so, this is episode, what is it, 682 of Monday Night Magic. I'm Chewy. I've been sick since last Tuesday. Was I complaining about a sore throat Monday night, by the way? I think you were, you actually. Were. Okay. Hey, 10th Tech Priest subbed for the 18th month. With a bad joke. And then Clue subbed for the 8th month. Second one in a row. Very nice. Subscriptions. You can go to twitch.tv slash thebanapool and subscribe for either $5 or using your subscription token from having Twitch Prime, which you get from having Amazon Prime. And we all know you have Amazon Prime because everyone does, except for me. Apparently. And my parents. They don't either. They might. But anyway, so that's that. Now, what was I saying? Monday Night Magic. I'm Chewy. So last Monday, apparently, I was complaining about a slight sore throat. That turned into a worse sore throat, which turned into some sort of sinus thing, which turned into some sort of cold thing. <clears throat> and now is slowly going away. I streamed for the first time since Monday Night Magic last night. Last night was Sunday. I took a week off because I was sick. What Chewie's hmm. not telling you is that this started with him swallowing a fly, and then he swallowed progressively larger predators yeah. until he was so sick that he couldn't do it anymore, and that's why we're talking about bananas. Then he swallowed the predator. <laughs> Which forced him to swallow... So, an alien. An alien, yes. <laughs> Which and forced him to then swallow an so entire much. franchise. <laughs> and then he somehow swallowed Prometheus. Like Look, the I either Titan I either could have swallowed freaking uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Danny Glover or an alien. I went with the easier of the three. <laughs> the one you're most likely to be able to keep down. <laughs> the one that's a Disney princess. Good job. Uh, yes. Hmm. So yeah, yes. this is how on topic we're going to be this week. Just wait till you see how much news we got. I'm okay. Chewy. He I'm is. joined by Squee. Hooray. And Clues. Bananas. They are not sick, but they are sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. I survived South Carolina, man. See? The sad part is South Carolina survived you. I tried my best. <laughs> All right. Guess we won't send you back. It turns out it's hard to tell whether or not it's dead as a state. Like you do what you can, and then as soon as you leave and the credits roll, it just gets right back up. <laughs> Alright. We're, we're, I just made this decision right now without telling these two. We're right. going to do things slightly out of order from our usual Uh-oh. show. Uh-oh. We're, yeah, we're just going to start with the tournament, because... Oh, sure. okay. That's fair. Yeah. It's short. Yeah. We'll do that. No, that's, that's cool. So let's... Uh, Let's do that. Blam. Hey, look. Worlds was this weekend. Look at that. It was, yeah. It is. I swear, I clicked on all of these Yes, I Agree cookies things already, and then they were back. Yeah, we're Ooh. celebrating the 26th anniversary of existence with Magic World Championship 26th. 
I don't know why they did that instead of the year. I think they're pretending they're the Super Bowl. That's all I got. Was there a halftime show with provocatively dressed women that made everyone clutch at their pearls? I mean, I wasn't there, so I don't know. <laughs> you know, I still haven't seen that halftime show. Like, if I they start doing halftime time. shows, I'll start watching coverage. <laughs> I mean, they had Kibler and Day 9, so like... Like, they could, but the important thing is that if they do this full Super Bowl with halftime show, that means that someone else, like in Hearthstone, is going to do the halftime show, but with puppies. <laughs> That's what I want. That I would want be Legend of Ruterra, by the way. <laughs> like, puppy arena would be amazing or maybe there's cats that cause people to disconnect let them play that'd be great this is what i want this is why i don't get what i want anyway there are 16 people have fun oh my god <laughs> so yeah as you can see on the screen if you're watching this uh live or the video version either way you should totally do that if you come live you get all the pre-show nonsense where you find out why i'm eating a banana and Clues' weird fascination. Actually, Clues' weird fascination with bananas came at the beginning of the video version. On it did, although I have yeah. more to say, but that's cool. Uh, that, that'll be, that'll be in the odds and ends, though, probably, because we won't probably. be able to yes, stop no. him. But anyway. P-V-D-D-R-1-M-W-C-X-X-V-I. P-V-D-D-R-M-W-C-X-X-V-I. Makes perfect yeah. sense. Glad we covered that. Pinball Witch threw 10 bits to try once again to stop the banana talk. Sorry. That one was my bad. Uh, But yeah, PV1. And it was was brought up in the Manipool Discord server. By the way, if you have Discord, you should join the Manipool Discord server. We're we're a good little community there. Uh, Where... does, Does this mean that people can talk about PV being one of the greatest players ever? And I went... People, people already were. You could that's have already a, done that, yeah. Yeah, that's been a discussion for a good few years now. But this is a pretty big check mark on that uh, that yeah. discussion, I think. Yeah, if he doesn't have bingo yet, it's just because he wasn't paying attention for a few of the calls. <laughs> like, let's be real. Uh, did either of you watch the uh, the finals? No, I was uh, sick. They, they don't have the internet in South Carolina. That's why oh, I make course. Of, of course not. Of course <laughs> just not. Just not there. Uh, so I I did not watch all of them. I, I caught just the final game. My understanding is that uh, Paolo took an early lead, and uh, his opponent uh, Marcio Carvalho. Thank you very much. I was I was blanking on his name. Uh, like needed to win three in a row to to pull it out, and he won two. And then in the third game, which I did manage to tune in for because I just happened to be uh, uh, checking Twitter at the time and someone tweeted, finals happening now. And so I'm like, eh, sure, let's go take a look. Uh, he totally got mana screwed, just completely stalled out on lands and did not have, uh, I think he didn't have any of one of his colors. Uh, he was looking for red because that's what he should have been playing in the first place. I mean, I think we, I think we can all agree on that. That's obvious. Uh, and he eventually just conceded. Because it was just like, here's here's a whole grip full of great spells that might save me if I could cast them, but I cannot. So let's just put this out of my misery and walk away. Alas. And that was kind of a rough way to end it. Um, I mean, it is a part of the game, but it is a rough way to end it. And so that's my exciting commentary. I I hope you all had... uh, You had similar feelings. Maybe you enjoyed the rest of it 
I do think it's it's funny that uh, PB and Marcio had to play twice. Both times finished two one. Just saying. Mm. With with PB winning, uh, they did the upper and lower double elimination thing, which once again, just visually the way it's shown here is a lot less confusing than last time because at least they're staggered. Yeah, they split it better. Yeah, if if you go down to the brackets, the one on the far right clues is the top eight. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking at what you've got on the screen here. Oh, okay, that works too then. I mean, it's slightly time delayed, but... But, yeah. The first time they did this double elimination thing, we dis- we described it at length. And so, now just figured out, I'm sick. <laughs> I did hear that the the entire format of Worlds was bizarre... And it made a lot of sense, like, within the tournament, but trying to explain it didn't. But nobody, this was all stuff I got from Twitter while I was, like, (laughs) and, you know, scrolling through Twitter. But, like, nobody tried to explain what was weird about it. I don't even know what the format of Worlds was, like, tournament structure-wise. It was something like, no, no, I have no idea. So what you're telling me is this is yet another instance of a thing that makes perfect sense to the the actual individuals who are doing it. But yes. explaining it to anyone else is not necessarily impossible, but probably not worth your time. And they're going to give up partway through that conversation. Exactly. Which is why chat just okay. asked, do you want it explained? No, thank you. Yeah, no, it's I, over now. Anyway, we knew, that one. we knew that it was 16 amazing players. Yeah. The how and why of the sausage being made is less relevant to us than the fact that we now have sauce. <laughs> Can you tell that he's doing keto? And how? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, PB took the win. Oh, God. Uh, in the standard one? portion, he was playing the uh, blue-white control deck. Now, we're not going to go deep into this because it's a 16-player tournament. The meta yeah. in this tournament literally doesn't matter for anyone outside of those 16 players. Yeah. So, like, if you scroll up and look at that trophy, do you think that trophy would just get, like, its own seat on the flight back? Because I don't know if you'd put that in overhead, and I don't think you'd stow it. And Uh, I guess you could make it your comfort carry-on, but it looks really pointy, so they might not let you. Uh, I think they can uh, ship it to you. Probably a good idea. I think. Uh, they actually uh... did a behind-the-scenes, like, maker-style quick documentary thing that I saw on Twitter about making that trophy. It was fascinating. Okay. I'll go look for that. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Magic Esports, maybe, that uh, tweeted it? I can't remember like, that. a cooler-looking trophy than we normally see for Magic tournaments, so. Very much so, yeah. It feels more like a Marvel prop. Oh, people in the Discord server were wondering what you get when you uh, with the champion picking, and it's right here. Things you could find, pick your champion, and if your champion won, or depending on where your champion finished, you would have cool. It's a thing Hearthstone's been doing for a while now. Apparently, if you picked PV, you got uh, six rare cards, a sleeve, and a trophy pet. Oh, that's adorable. 
Second place, you got four rare cards, a sleeve, and that that's it. Third through eighth, you got two rare cards, and the rest of them you got one, and the sleeve. Well, all right then. Yeah. Uh... Oh, there's the gallery. I was like, it says gallery, but I don't see anything. Uh, apparently, coverage was excellent. Good. Uh, again, I, I didn't watch any because I was sick. And so I sat on the couch and watched a lot of Marvel movies. I'm all the way up to uh, Avengers Age Voltron in my MCU rewatch. <laughs> That's pretty up there, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, clip to be watching them since I can't get up and do anything i might as well just oh disney plus next one yes yeah. <laughs> give or take a hulk movie uh i no, i have that on dvd so i i just oh, good. plugged okay. it into the 360 and watched it old school er, er. optical <clears throat> media but anyway anyway yeah worlds happen congrats to pv uh the rest of the top eight i don't i don't see a finish order anywhere obviously marcio carvalho got second Looks like Seth Manfield took third. Uh, I think uh, that means Gabriel Nassif is fourth, and then the rest of the top eight is uh, Sebastian Pozzo, Eli Loveman, Autumn Burchett, and uh, uh, it says J. E. Dupra, but I cannot remember his actual name. Congratulations! What is what is his? Oh, it's down here. Oh yeah, there's a link for the. <clears throat> final standings nice with uh, prize payouts what is your name Jean Emmanuel there we go could not come spring to mind I'm terribly sorry and look it's even got everyone that finished below that because there are only 16 of them just list everybody and they did good job Watsy yeah so PV came away with $300,000 oh yeah here's the an actual picture that shows the trophy. That trophy is freaking sick. <laughs> it is. That's not usually a thing that I, I, I actually harp on because most of the trophies look a little weird and whatever. That one's actually really cool. It might be because they had that little behind the scenes thing about making it. And so now I'm invested in it. It does help, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Marketing so... is a thing for a reason. I was going to say kudos to whoever in marketing decided that they should make and put that out. Yeah. <clears throat> I retweeted it. I was like, look at this. This is really cool. Anyway. So uh, I guess that's it for Worlds. Like, it's awesome and all, but it's it's over now. It's now complete. <clears throat> no dying. That's my job. Delegation. Can't no. tell if there's another sneeze coming. I'm sorry. No, no I'm wait. delegating it to you okay. because dying is my character's job. <laughs> uh, but seriously, though, PV. Now people can talk about is PV the best, the greatest magic player of all time without having hardly anyone go, eh, I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. he's always been an excellent player. And he surpassed, uh, I think, Finkel on something. Uh, Brian David Marshall was tweeting about this either yesterday or today. And I think he's tied someone else for second, other something. One of those big stats. Like, 
overall finishes and then top le- high level finishes or something like that. I, I mean, I don't know. I'll also note that unlike a lot of the other big names in Magic, like he didn't leave and then occasionally show up to remind us to exist. Like he's just been there. Yeah, like whenever there's a GP uh, around uh, New York, Finkel will show up and like. He'll show up and he'll spike it or something crazy. And we're like, oh, he's still so good. But then he'll disappear for a while again. Yeah, and like Kai Buddha disappeared forever and now he's in the Rivals League. (laughs) Like he didn't disappear fully, but he wasn't doing the magic thing anymore. I think he was actually holding the planet up so Atlas could take a break. Um. (laughs) And then every once in a while, Alice is like, okay, cool, I got this. And then he shows up and he, like, plays magic. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, PB, like like we said, he didn't stop. He just kept going and he kept having good finishes and good years. And now he's world champion. <laughs> so there you go. Now, there was one weird thing that happened that I wanted to uh, bring up. Why Why do these ads keep playing? There we go. Marketing. Like, every time that I... Wait, is it just when I leave? It is. Every time I leave this tab, uh, this video starts playing again. That's nice. Oh, I hate that setting. Why won't this ad close? I'm clicking on close ad. Oh, because that's the close ad button, and then this close ad button. Double treachery. I see why people use an ad block. Don't use an ad blocker, though. Well, okay, use an ad blocker, but try not to for, like, YouTube, because that's where... That's how content I, I creators, use an ad you know, blocker, but I curate my list. But like, there are a lot of websites that are near unviewable without an ad blocker. Yeah, and I get the feeling that Epic Stream is one of them because I cannot make this ad close at the bottom here for Liberty Mutual. So I, Liberty I will Mutual. also inspect and kill things. So that makes me too. never want to ever uh, use you for insurance. Do you know that? This is having the opposite effect. Anyway, uh, Andrea Mangucci got a game loss for registering the wrong card for one of his draft decks. Yeah, can can someone uh, <clears throat> help me out here? Uh, the only thing I read was that he registered a card incorrectly in Arena. So Were they drafting They did a table paper? draft. Okay. And because then to, all then, of Worlds happened on Arena, but you can't and then re- put uh, those draft... Cards into, okay. Yeah, you can't draft uh, against people in Arena. So they drafted normally... And registered the deck that they drafted, and that got put in Arena for them to use. Right. So, uh, apparently he misregistered one of his cards, and they discovered that, I think, the day before, or two days before, and he got a game loss for it. And I'm like... And he admitted it fully, like, it's right here, his, his tweet... He's like, you know, it happens. But, like, why? Well, consider the potential for abuse had this not been caught. It's essentially like just putting a card of your choice into your deck. Except they... They're they're gonna check it. There's only 16 players. He was not doing this with, oh, I'm gonna get away with this. He's he's, he's a dumbass. He messed up. (laughs) Well, Well, yeah, but we do have penalties for I was a dumbass and messed up. Mostly because of their potential for abuse, right? True. But this is worlds. Yeah. I think this is trying to enforce the same rules at all levels of play to avoid confusion. I guess. Well, that's a first. I said trying. I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? 
Well, you said it, it just, on the internet. It just seems like because it was worlds and there's literally no way to get an advantage from this. Unless it wasn't caught. They would, but they're going to catch it. It's worlds. They have the people that are doing it are putting it into the game. It just, it just seems to me that there were better ways to, to do this than give poor Andrea Mangucci a game loss going into worlds. I'm actually surprised that they don't chat even said they literally recorded everyone's entire draft. Yeah. It feels to me like they would hand the the pile of cards that they drafted off to someone else for input just because of what's on the line and because it would avoid things like that. But Yeah, like again, what's the I'm point of having it. the players I <sighs> What's the point of having the players what? <laughs> Register a deck. Like, put their pool into arena, unless they had to... I don't care. Arena might not be able to have a pool that you didn't build a deck from. Like on Magic Online. They might have had to actually register the deck and have the rest of the pool as a sideboard. In which case... Okay, Sure. I don't know. It just seems really crappy to punish Andrea Mangucci because this isn't uh, a thing that would have happened in a paper draft. This is yeah, would have. This is it would have. They have you have to register your draft deck at a. I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah, and if you register it incorrectly, you're going to get a penalty, and this is the penalty that you're going to get. Huh. Yeah. That's the way it works. Okay, look, you've you've got you've got this one job. And I, I have strong feelings about this and I, I've had strong feelings about this for a long time. And I know that there are a lot of, uh, uh, folks I used to judge with who disagreed with my stances on this, but you've got the one job. We're asking you to register the cards you're actually playing with. It's not that much of an ask. Just do it. If you don't do it, you get a penalty because if we just ask you to do it, you're going to screw it up. So you, you make a penalty so that you double check that crap. Uh, I'm kind of of the mindset. Yes, that because... it, it leads to feel bad moments. I fully agree. I mean, it's not like that's all you're asking them to do. You're also asking them to play magic for four days straight or however long this event took for yeah. literally hundreds of thousands of dollars. So oh, it's not so like they have stress on them already. So you mean it's it's their job and I'm asking them to do their job. <laughs> I'm of the mindset here that because this, these are literally the only people that are drafting something in paper to then play with digitally because the client doesn't have a functionality that it probably should have. Um, would probably provide either a little more leeway or just straight up there's 16 of you, hand your pile to other people who will put it in so that there's no opportunity for anything to go wrong because they value this looking good. Like this isn't me saying philosophically that they shouldn't do this. I'm just saying practically from a running the system standpoint, this is one of those areas where I would fudge that because you're already fudging it since they're drafting in paper and then playing digitally because they haven't done actual drafting in arena, which entire other world of problems. 
Yeah, I mean um, that that's a fair complaint. I like think if we're going to be changing the system anyway, Whoa. change it in a way that works. Don't just halfway it in open areas for exploitation or mistakes. That's just it is what it is. Like they they applied the rules that were provided that we knew those were the rules. He made a mistake. He admitted the mistake. He lives with the punishment of the mistake. That all sucks. It's where we are. There are probably better ways to do it, but they enforce the rules as existing, so that's the only thing they really can do fairly. Correct. True. Just now, it's, it's like can you when it next time, can you alter it next time? Sure, but you should do that ahead of time. Change the rules. So in yeah, fact, it's, it's you like do when have someone who enters it. When the writing on cards thing happened and we discussed will there be rules changes for that? Piece of fuzz flying around. You, you remember that? No, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're trying to say to me. Autumn Burchett wrote, you know, the stuff oh, on the card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and we were like, are there going to be new rules for that? And if so, they need to they need to do that so that this doesn't happen again. It's the same sort of thing. But uh, Chat also pointed out the feel-bads are a lot worse when you steal tens of thousands of uh, equity on a minor clerical error. Yeah, no one stole anything. <laughs> They enforced the rules the same for everyone. Yeah, I don't, it is I don't not think stealing, period. I don't think stole is the right word, but when you lose tens of thousands of dollars on equity from a minor clerical error. Yes, the player lost that equity. Hmm. We didn't take anything from them. They kind of Again, did. The rules were in place, they knew what the rules were. Another problem with this is that the. Having worlds entirely on Arena when Arena can't do this. That's another marketing. entirely different problem. This is marketing. They want it, to display the potential of Arena. It is. While also representing one of the most popular formats of Magic, which is limited draft. Yeah. Arena can't do that, so we're just going to do something dumb. Um, but here they are. Like Beyond that, talking about whether or not equity is taken or stolen or consumed by the cookie monster or whatever oh, no, verb no, no, you no, want to no. use for this is going to boil down to how you see um, your concept of essentially like opportunity cost. Yeah. Now you have to remember clue spent a lot of years as a player, uh, as a judge, which makes clues hate you as a player, not you personally. Not entirely true. Uh, it leads you towards it pretty hard though. <laughs> In the grand scheme of magic alignment systems, Clues is on the lawful end because the lawful end is the end that you go to when you're a judge and you're going to understand the rules and you need to apply the rules because if you don't apply the rules and you start fudging things, then inconsistency happens, bias happens, there are problems. Um, I don't think clues is wrong. <laughs> I think you have to do that. I think the problem wasn't this thing right here. It's that they're doing something that only makes sense from a marketing standpoint and not from a play standpoint. So this is one of the consequences of that. They've opened themselves up to more opportunities for mistake, and they've also drawn attention to the fact that Arena can't do this thing, which is why I think it's dumb. Yeah. Why are you drawing attention to a lack of feature? But <laughs> whatever. That's a choice they made. Uh, when we get to the Hasbro earning report later, you'll see just how much they care about Arena right now by comparison to everything else. True. Uh, Pinball Witch through 10 bits and says, Clues does hate you specifically if you leave your tra draft trash at the table. I do. Yeah. That this time is it is personal. Particularly, 
there's a special place in hell for people who put <laughs> booster wrappers inside of table tents. There's like, like a whole just circle the of that, one, right? There's a whole circle that is just that. <laughs> and it's specifically located above the circle for all of the guys who go outside to smoke after every round. So you get a little bit of that wafting up at you. <laughs> uh, Still better than the table tents. Now, to be clear, I'm not saying that Clues is wrong. I am saying that the rules are wrong in this case. Fair. You want to change them? Go right ahead. But that you don't change them on the fly retroactively. But and they didn't. So now and, we'll see what they, they do didn't. next time. And they Every really time need they to embarrass do something. themselves like this. Something changes. I wouldn't be surprised if they had judges entering them in the future. Or maybe the ticket that they have in arena to make drafting work suddenly gets bumped up a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good All discussion. Right, so there we go. There's that thing. Take that, worlds. The big takeaway is that Clues hates you if you leave your draft trash in the table tent. That's the important thing here. Don't do that. Don't put it in the damn ever, trash can. Jesus. Ever do that. That's actually in the flavor text on Clues' invitational card. Yeah. The card itself says counter target blue spell and cost a red. Uh, I actually it, it's just a it's it's an enchantment that lives in the command zone that says players can't play blue spells. Dude, that's an emblem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I need to be able to play it from my hand. Oh, I see. In fact, it's a ley line that lives in the command zone. You can play it from your hand if it's in your opening deck. It's like the ley line <laughs> of stops tops. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <sighs> All right, let's go. Uh, oh, science rage! Awesome. Let's talk about these right. other things. So Hello last week, <laughs> shut up. Last week we had the announcement that there was a secret layer coming, and that's it. Yep. And we were like, "What's well, in it?" They went. Can we have a a a, 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 a thing, that, an announcement that five secret layers were coming? Yes. Yes. And they said it's happening during worlds. And that's all you get. They're, they'll, they'll go on sale, and you'll shut up and buy them, or, you, or you'll shut up and buy them. And that was, that was all. They were like, it goes on sale this day, and that's when we tell you what it is. Ha 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 ha! And we went, great. So that means, because Monday Night Magic is recorded on, uh, let's see, checks notes, Monday night, Most of the time, we, yeah. we had zero chance to tell you about these, but if you cared, you were paying attention. So it was the Theros Stargazing Secret Layer Drop Series. Secret yep. Layer Sky Check. Which I was going to say, on the one hand, I, I approve of because stars. And on the other hand, I don't approve of because it leans real heavily toward astrology. And that worries me. <laughs> Correct. Okay, that wasn't where I thought that was going, but I'll take it. Uh, me either. No, but I, I like it. So, yeah, it's, uh, it was all gods from Theros. I think they're all the old ones, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah it's the originals. With, with pretty sweet art, I will add. Yeah, it's the, the constellation art. Well, here you go. It's the constellation art from, uh, in the style of the <clears throat> collector's booster editions of the current Theros gods. Sort of in that style, kind of. So here's Heliod, and here's Zeroas, and here's Karametra. They're so pretty. 
Oh, and that was the, the first drop. drop. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that's all they were. And it it looks like I I see literally no information here. But were these all available the entire time? So these weren't twenty four hours a piece because there's five. But they're only three days, 14, 15, 16th of February. I think uh, they were all up at once based on the Facebook ads I did see. Okay. Because secretlayer.wizards.com just says uh, no longer available. So, yeah, thanks. Okay, so they were all there for the full time and the bundle. Okay, so they were uh, $40 individually or 150 for the, the bundle. Save $10 on this impulse buy. What? No, there were five of them. So you're saving... Bad math. Yeah, you're right. So you're saving $50 on the bundle, right? Uh, yes, you'd be saving $50. Yeah. Okay. I was like... No, just bad math. Math is hard. I, in my brain, it turned into four again, and I don't know why. But, yeah, there are five. So, so yeah, we... you, you save money on this giant impulse buy. Yeah. yeah, hey, did uh, did anybody in the chat impulse buy, just out of curiosity... Um, I know these two jokers didn't, and I know I successfully dodged that bullet as well this weekend. I thought about it, I thought long and hard, and then I didn't do it, so. Fair enough. I'm just, in the visual, I'm just scrolling through the big images of the art. Just... I think the wallpapers are the real takeaway from this. Yeah, that's what I'm showing you. These are wallpapers that you can download for them, and these are awesome as wallpapers. Like, look at this Karanos. Damn. Oh, he is all state mandated. He goes in your sideboard if you're red blue. It's just the rules. If I'm, yeah, if I'm in modern, now. that was a, a rule for a long time. Yeah, every modern deck that was red blue had one of them in the sideboard for years. I keep oh, hearing you through red and then your mic cuts out. It's weird. Yeah, I, I think so it might be something to do with my connection. Don't worry yeah, about okay. it. Fair. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there you go. That was a thing. Apparently there were some issues at one point. I saw a tweet from, uh, Watsi about it, but as I wasn't buying them, uh, I didn't care. So That's fair. I don't know what the issues were or if they got fixed, but I haven't seen people complaining in giant numbers. So it must've gotten fixed. Must've gotten fixed. Uh, at the risk of, uh, equine brutality um boy do i wish i could have bought these from a game store Ooh, that's yes. a different horse than the one i thought you were going to well, oh okay I, I didn't know which horse you thought i was gonna look get there are many horses and you spend a lot of time hitting them so they're all starting yeah, to blur right. and that might be because you're hitting them there are a great many horses <laughs> oh Sorry, excuse I me. I just remember a time, I remember a time when both Watsy and myself believed that the local game store was, you know, the most important resource for the community. Whereas I just remember when Watsy told you what a product was before the payday where you would have an opportunity to buy it. That's, a, that's I think a, this one another was horse that's... Rough. Yeah. We are, I believe, let me just check my notes, two secret layers away from pay us $40, we'll tell you what it is next month. Dude, that's called booster packs. <laughs> yes. Pre-ordering. And you don't think, you don't think that we're going to have a secret layer uh, booster pack. 
It'll just be called the secret secret layer. You have to pre-order it, and then they'll ship it to you. And whoever gets them first will just get all the likes on Twitter. That's right. <laughs> Order now for a chance to be the first one we ship. Lord. All right, let's move on. Hey, you remember Challenger decks? Barely. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they were mentioned in the, the Manipool Discord server, and I went, the hell's a Challenger deck? Uh, so these are the uh, actual take this and play in standard decks that aren't laughably, horribly terrible. I think this is why my brain <laughs> jumped over to there only being four, because I'd looked over this right before the show. Are there only four, there of, these? four of these? Oh, okay. But yeah, we've got the uh, Allied Fires deck. How much are they? We don't know how much these are. Jesus Christ, because there's no, no MSRP. Thing as an MSRP anymore, but we have uh, 75 card decks, standard legal, to play at FNM. Uh, I have hiccups now to go with the burps. Apologies. Uh, we've got... Uh, yeah, they're in English, and uh, you can get Japanese from uh, in Japan. Hey, look at that. Checks out. And these all come with one mythic and a whole mess of rares. Just a whole mess of it. Look, this one has four fires of invention, for God's sake. I mean, they knew what they were doing. And four Sarkon the Masterless. And an Ugin, the Ineffable. And some temples. And a Kenrith the Returned King in Allied Fires, which you'll remember was the Biobox promo for uh, Eldraine. So that's actually pretty cool that, look, they just dropped him in here. It's way in. Yeah. Uh, the final adventure comes with a Vraska Golgari queen and two Massacre girls and two Temple of Malady and Castle Lockthrain and Fabled Passage and Murderous Rider and Midnight Reaper. Just all kinds of stuff. And a few other things that you care slightly less about. But, you know, they're trying. Lovestruck Beast. Happy the, Valentine's Day, everybody. Yay. The Cavalcade Charge comes with Embercleave. Go. Yep. Three Experimental Frenzy. Remember that card? Mm -hmm. Three Castle Embereth. Three Chandra Acolyte of Flame. Four Torbrin Thane of Redfell. Four Runaway Steamkin. Four Fervent Champion. And four Bonecrusher Giant. Good lord. Those are actually all cards that you want to play. Yep. I want to play this deck a lot. Like a lot, a lot. It's pretty good. And then the Flash of Ferocity deck comes with a Brazen Borrower. Uh, Garbage. <laughs> uh, shifting Ceratops. Let's see. There's Fable Passes, Temple of Mystery, Castle Vantress, Thassa's Intervention, Wildborn Preserver. Okay. Wavebreak Hippocamp. I don't even recognize this card. And Nightpack Ambusher. Which won't load. There we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, this this one. Gotcha. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, your mileage may vary as far as which cards, which decks have cards that you, you know, want to play. But these are all pretty good value. Yeah, they certainly are. I assume. But, uh, you know, we are probably not the best judges <laughs> of... Uh whether these are competitive at FNM or not, but they don't look bad. Like just at first glance, this is, 
you could you could win games with these. Yeah. And they're not cost sinks. Like and they look like if you're looking to get into the format and you don't already have a bunch of these cards, they're not a bad pile to get. No, certainly not. Yeah, like Way these are all than... great starting points. Is, is the point I think, which is the point. Yeah. And look, yes. the final adventure deck is totally the best one because it comes with two copies of Thrashing Bronto Dave. Done. Double Winner. Dave. Did you see you gotta that? Gotta have Bronto one? Dave. It's dangerous to thrash alone. Take Dave. <laughs> Ah, oh, my head. Wouldn't the deck with Massacre Girl be better? Uh, guess what? It's the same one! What? <laughs> Look, you got Bronto Dave and Massacre Girl in the same deck. Steamkin, man. Those are neither Bronto Dave or Massacre Girl. Cavalcade my one true love. and Tin Street Dodger. Get there. Still not my one true love, Clue. You've not lived until you've attacked with multiple Scorch Spitters with multiple Cavalcades out. That's life, my man. Okay, that I actually will will believe that, that I haven't lived. It's incredible. <laughs> nice. So anyway, yeah. Uh, they're on sale. They're, they come out April 3rd. Uh, you can so, get them at your local game store, and they cost... <laughs> yeah, remember this for like six weeks. Uh, yeah. I guess you could call your local game store and ask, hey, what are you going to charge for the Challenger decks? Since we can't tell you, because there's no MSRP anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because that's better for everyone. Clearly. No, wait, the other thing. Yeah, it's totally the other thing. Hmm. Anyway, moving on. Uh, We've got this tweet from Viz Media. The art of Magic the Gathering War of the Spark. Yup. You read that right. Releases fall 2020. You know, in time for the rotation of War of the Spark. <laughs> Just, well, you know, if you want to hey. relive. Look, you want to strike while the iron is something, something. is miserably cold. Moving to Pioneer. <laughs> now, here's here's my question about this. And I, I, haven't, I haven't dug, so maybe they've already told us. Is this going to be like the uh the the big coffee table sized book that was the art of D&D or is this going to be like the why is this microfiche size of the art of uh the gatewatch given uh, it's from viz i'm assuming it's the same as all of the other viz releases for the art of magic the gathering books Which doesn't answer the question because I don't know which of those was Viz. They were big. Okay. <laughs> okay. That that would be good because the 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 Gatewatch one I received it in the mail because I pre-ordered that and it it came in a box and I opened it up and I'm like, did they tr- did they leave it in the dryer? I don't. <laughs> it seems really small. I will find the dimensions of the existing books and we will operate on the current assumption that it will be the same. Um, The trim size of the Dominaria book was 10 by 11 and a quarter. So that seems like a good what I would assume is the case here. 
All right. Okay. Because that matches the three or four of these that I've checked while talking. Because I have old eyes, and I need big, big print. And he cannot lie. Sure. Sorry, we're now watching uh, Kermit the Frog freak out on my screen because, yeah! I That's fair. That. Anyway. So there you go. For those of you who really wanted an art book for War of the Spark, but not immediately, wait for... Wait until it rotates. Oh, God, that would... That's when it rotates. Yeah, that is when it (laughs) rotates. Because, yeah, War of the Spark was not... Hang on. (laughs) Hey, you know who's wicked good at waiting and being patient? Not clues. Judges. I was I was going to say not magic players, but go ahead. That too, yeah. Hmm. An unattended Kermit Muppet. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Speaking of magic players, not having patience at all. Good, good, good segue clues. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, yet again, this week, the Wizards Magic account tweeted. Hey, players, by the way, we're not doing the ban and restricted updates every week for Pioneer anymore. Jesus. Nor have they for a month. Nor have they. It's been like two months. People are like, it's Monday. Where are the Pioneer updates? And they're like, what? I'm just waiting for my top five cards. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you? Still. Uh, clues, your top five cards are in the secret layer that's coming out on Friday. Two years. Go ahead and save some money now. So, uh, Anne Forsyth tweeted, seeing more Pioneer Band tweets, Pioneer's off the weekly lunch band cycle. It's now rolled in with all other formats. You will receive advance notice of when the next BNR change announcement will happen. Currently, nothing on the calendar. Which is the way it's been for like two months now. Yeah, the last time they talked about this stuff was in mid-December, outside of reminding people that they don't do this anymore. Yeah, as we said last week. And last week we were confused. We're like, is, is it because people don't know? Let us know why there's why they tweeted this. It's because people don't know. And then Watsi retweeted that with the we're not we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> hmm. It was in the locked account when I responded. Yeah, you can see here as I responded to a locked account. It wasn't responded. I saw a question that was like, is this just Pioneer or is this all BNR? And I said both. And now their account's locked. I don't know if I scared them off. I don't know. <laughs> you did it, man. <laughs> can you reply to some other people? I have a list. <laughs> but yeah, this is my favorite response is... Uh, you guys still get lunch, though, right? Because it's not on the, the lunch ban cycle. Huh? That, that was the only reason they ever got lunch. They stopped <laughs> feeding them when they stopped banning. <laughs> That's why they've been banning things so much lately. <laughs> They're building the formats wrong so they can continue to eat. So they can continue to eat. <laughs> that makes more sense than a lot of things, and I'm not happy about it. <clears throat> it's true. It is not the most insane thing I've heard today. So... Yeah, this 
this is the thing. It has been for like two months, and Magic players still haven't realized it, even though they've announced it multiple times in those two months. But maybe this one is blatant enough to where they'll get it. Magic players will get it through their head. And what worries me, I don't mean to call him out, but Joey Pasco here said, well, if you know you're going to ban something, why, why wait? Why not just ban it? That was the point. I thought that was the point of removing schedule and announcements. But then I saw a different tweet from Joey from around the same time that's like, I don't like not knowing if I should buy the cards for this deck or not. I'm like, Aren't you arguing for both sides here? <laughs> More to the point, they did say they'll let us know when they're banning something. Yeah. Like, that's not different from what they posted. Yeah. The fact that they didn't post that they're currently planning on banning something is an answer to that question. Yeah. The answer is no, they're not. Yep, I, I just wanted to double check. <laughs> I, just just take a look at uh, Joey Pasco's uh, Twitter handle. Affinity everything for blue. Yeah, okay. Know. Everything you need to know. <laughs> I love Joey to death, but like I saw this just now, and I remember seeing his tweet from earlier today and going, wait, but you just said. <laughs> I think Joey, like a lot of people, um, like, I mean, I'm guilty of this too, will reply with the immediate feeling that they have on something, and then later be like, I have a different feeling. I'll p- reply with that one too. And Probably. It's not like he digs out all the times he was right and pretends the rest of them never happened. I think he's legitimately just responding honestly, and that's where he is. So could be. I, I wouldn't put too much that's, weight that's in either case. way on this one, but yeah, it is just something that we should all note that like they told us they'll let us know when something's happening. They'll let us know in advance if something's happening. Yeah. They have done neither. So chill. That means that nothing's means, happening. That means nothing's happening, yeah. I still want to see some like metagame breakdown, which apparently we're not allowed to see anymore for Pioneer to know if the, the inverter deck is actually running away with the meta. Like people think it is, or if Mm -hmm. it's just one of those decks that feels so bad that it feels like it's crushing the meta when it's not. Yeah. Because just based on the, what six or so tournaments that we've had recently, it was real heavy in two of them. And then sort of sparsely there at the top tables in the others. I don't know. I see a lot of people complaining about Pioneer with no data to back it up either way. And I'm like, mm, is it really killing the meta though? Because the meta looked okay. Not great, but okay. Speaking as an outsider, I'm just saying. Someone with no horse in the race. I have no horse. We, we beat, beat them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I played in Zelda, and when you hit it, it goes faster. There are negative consequences. What? <laughs> I mean, we ran out of carrots. I just thought it would go as soon as it got another carrot. <laughs> don't learn about animal care from video games. Do not, unless it's an animal care video game, even so, and then even so. maybe then don't either. Just Whatever. don't feed your dog chocolate, all right? There. That's <laughs> also good. <laughs> Lord, all right. Enough picking on Watsy. Let's go make fun of how much money they're making. Ah, classic Watsy. Making money. 
Rapscallion. Oh, God. Where do I, uh, Pinball Witch? I'm not reading that out loud, but thank you for the bits. <laughs> That's terrible. Napoleon is always right. Uh, where do I go in this one? Let's control F magic. Magic. Let's see. Growth and Matt, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, the Hasbro earnings report happened. Let's see here. Licensing and digital segment net revenues increased 22%. In twenty eight, uh, increased twenty two percent in twenty nineteen compared to twenty eighteen, because of Magic Arena. Also, Transformers Bumblebee, the movie which the I saw finally movie. a couple weeks ago. It's really good. It's the good live action Transformers movie. Yeah. yeah, they made one. I think I said that last week too. Actually, yeah. The trick is not letting Michael Bay work on it. It's amazing. It's, yeah, it's, it's actually a really good rule of thumb. Just slap his name on, as a producer and just keep him... No, go away, go away, go away. Just give him some sparklers to play with. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Wow. Franchise brand's revenue decreased 1% to $2.41 billion. Aw, oh, boo. <laughs> but Magic Monopoly and Play-Doh... Increased while Nerf My Little Pony Baby Alive, that sounds terrifying, and Transformers declined. Yeah, I didn't know Baby Alive was still a thing. I don't I don't know what Baby Alive is. Don't tell me. I don't care. I don't want to know. Let's see here. Oh, okay. Hasbro Gaming revenue decreased 10%. Revenue gains from Dungeons & Dragons and several classic game titles were more than offset by declines in other games, including Pie Face and speak out. And names like that, I don't know how they could be losing money. Yeah, no idea. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget, they uh, acquired Power Rangers not too long ago as toys. Which you, you know if you watch The Toys That Made Us on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is really good. But, yeah... So that 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 helped bump up their uh, money. I think that's that's pretty much the important bits. Is that magic, magic good, magic make money. Yes, and in, yeah, in the PowerPoint like, presentation here, we've we've got some visual representation. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, blah 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 blah. Twenty nineteen growth driven by Magic the Gathering Arena, and Bumblebee, and then over here. The long-term profitable growth, it says marketing and product development investments for Magic the Gathering and future digital games. They're very much positioning Arena's launch as a highlight of 2019. And they're definitely making plans for it moving ahead. Um, They had an actual earnings call as well. Uh, That's not immediately available on the same site that these things are like they make you fill out some stuff and sign in for things and nah but um i did read a transcript of it and rather than throwing all of that at you word for word i'll just say that um they noted that arena had a fantastic year and they expected continued progress across multiple platforms in 2020 um they noted that um Yes, you can expect Arena to move to mobile in the year, 
So that's cool. Um, I think we all kind of knew that was happening, but it's nice to get that confirmation, at least for the stakeholders. And um, one thing that I noticed was that they commented at one point that um, Arena was doing better and Magic Online was doing a little bit worse, but that was expected. So if you were wondering how Arena and Magic Online are shaping up, it's what you expected. <laughs> like Arena's doing better, it's reaching new audiences, uh, Magic Online is continuing to service, or not extended, but uh, modern and the other like traditional formats Tigers. that go prior to um, the cards that are available in Arena. And obviously that's where you go if you want to draft, because it'd be crazy to draft with paper and then try to put it in Arena. <laughs> That'd be dumb. Uh, so. But Fraught notice, danger. Uh, he didn't say the clues, not clues. That other guy. Who, who are you? Um, um, Squee. Um, Just no uh, didn't say that Magic Arena is doing miserably and is going to get shut down. It just says there's a what did it say? There's like a a decline in oh, what was it? Legacy digital. Yeah. So the Magic actual or... phrase is Arena grew in the fourth quarter, offset a bit by a decline in Legacy Magic: The Gathering online business. But overall, Arena had a fantastic year, and we expect continued progress. Um, they're gonna release more stuff specifically on their gaming and digital things. Uh, I think later this week. I think they had another date on there for another call, so that'll probably be the one that hits a little bit more in what they're doing with Arena down the road, which is why they didn't go in as much detail here. But at the very beginning of the call, they announced Arena as one of the big accomplishments of the year. So you also, don't please, need uh, to worry about Arena leaving. Please insert your own Watsy killing legacy joke here. <laughs> so, for a yeah. company that lives so much on Monopoly, I don't believe in them actually killing anything. As I said before the call, my family will continue to buy copies of Monopoly for me forever. So if you can get my family to buy Legacy for me, I guess I can bring that along too. <laughs> uh, now, yeah, here here's a write up from Hipsters of the Coast about uh, it says that Magic Arena will move to mobile in 2020. The uh, Hasbro CEO Brian Goldner said on this earnings call. Uh, let's see here. It came to the Epic Game Store last month, which, you know, we knew was coming. Mm -hmm. To the cheers of no one. Uh, except for the people who have discovered it there, which I'm sure is not a small number. Uh, let's see here. They're going to... It says, stay tuned for more information about MTG Arena's planned release on mobile at Hasbro's presentation at New York Toy Fair... Friday, February 21st. If they do do such a presentation about Magic Arena, we will tell you on Monday, provided there's enough news for us to do a show. Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, out, of, out of curiosity, does this mean that there's a really good chance that Arena's coming to iOS before it comes to Mac OS? That actually would not surprise me, but... If they're looking for install base, that's definitely what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Like, there are probably more iPhones than Macs. Yeah, and also, when they say that it's coming to mobile, do they just mean iOS, or are we Android folks going to get... They no, we're not. just we're said not. mobile right now. We'll get those details later. And it's going to be on... Uh, now, given the number of people... Now, yeah, chat pointed out, 
uh, Watsy has said for a while that Arena wouldn't work on a phone. And I know that that's not true. They did say that. But because of all the people who play Arena on their phone or their tablet, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who use, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's the various. Sort of, yeah. Virtual OS. Yeah. And they can play it just fine on their phone without a problem which means it's doable it might not be great because it's not made for a phone i would not be shocked if it was a bit more resource intensive or if the phone version of it is less resource intensive Correct. you may not get a super clicky pet but but also just the it's meant to be played on a, a big screen so things are kind of small. So I can imagine that for, especially for more complicated board states, having that on this is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what they do with it. Um, just because I, I pulled up the spot in the call where he went over this in a little more detail than what the Hipsters article had. Here's some quick facts about Arena success, just to remind you why they're putting so much energy in this. Uh, quote, We've seen a lot of engagement across an array of new offerings there. For Magic Gathering Arena, we saw great growth of the brand. That aspect of the brand throughout the year, Magic Arena was ranked as a top esports brand number seven. It was also one of the top 10 reviewed games for Metacritic. They've seen over 1.8 million games played so far, 72% growth in new players for the year, which is weird because it's the first year, but okay. Um and on average, Magic players, Arena players, continue to spend about eight hours a week. They've also seen incredible streaming metrics of 43% growth in viewer hours year to year, seeing over 70,000 streamers since the open beta, and continues to be a top 20 game on Twitch week to week. So they're hyping it up pretty hard. This is where they're spending their money. Yeah. And we've talked about plenty of that in the past with their various creator program things and whatnot to encourage people to stream magic. Yeah. Yeah. There you go then. Arena's still still there. We'll continue to be there. Yay. So speaking of Arena, uh, do you really hate it when you're playing against someone who ropes every turn no matter what. I don't know what that means. Uh, someone who waits until the absolute last minute to hit the end turn button every turn, no matter what. Ah, okay. I know what that means. Yeah. They're Roping, like the, the term, comes from Hearthstone where the end turn timer was a rope that showed up at one end of the screen and burned across to the other when it got to the end. It, gotcha. It blew up and ended the turn automatically, which became known as roping. And so Magic players picked that up for Arena, even though there's no rope. It's still called roping, because that's just... That's how you do it. Yeah. So let's let's make this slightly... Let's make this slightly bigger. There we go. Well, on the uh, Magic Arena forums earlier today, we got this uh, post that says... We have recently taken action against players for in-game misconduct related to abusing the timer system. Roping. In addition to player reports, we also looked at multiple data points over an extended period of time to help us identify which players we believe were deliberately misusing the system before taking action against their account. So they didn't just wait for someone to get reported and then just do something. 
<laughs> they looked for trends in your user data because it turns out they know what you're doing when you play their game. Data. Huh. Uh, so yeah, we, we intend for players to use their timeouts as necessary while also ensuring matches come to a timely conclusion. <laughs> Duh. So yeah, players will be notified through email if they were flagged for misconduct as well as what actions were taking, uh, were taken against their account. We, uh, we don't know what actions those are. Like, uh, I don't know. Could, did they suspend players for like certain amounts of time or... Um, Something I, I don't actually know. I don't know if I, if I had to guess, they put them in a horse costume and set them next to Monday Night Magic and just let us sort it out. If they suspend them, do they put counters on them and then the counters come off one at a time? No, but they make them wait until the last possible second to unsuspend them. <laughs> May the punishment fit the crime. Yeah. So if you really hate those people who are just constantly. Wasting your time on arena just just constantly for no reason. Well, hopefully this this will make them stop doing that. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice. Ah. So now let's go... Let's end on something a little lighter. A little weirder. Yeah. Now, apparently in uh, Magic the Gathering Mana Strike, you can, you can get skins for your characters for your planeswalkers apparently i still haven't played this game i meant to download it and then i got sick and then i didn't care anymore so a lot of stuff got put on hold including trying out mana strike but uh you know what hang on this is what we're gonna do no that's the settings where's the damn app store where's the damn app store app store wait hold on search mana strike there it is Magic Mana Strike. Get. Da, da, da. Install. Install. Done. No, you're not. Downloading. Downloading. Oh, it was done with the... Would you like to install? Okay, look. Okay, see? Look right there. A little circle. It's downloading. Boom. I'm downloading Mana Strike right now. But okay. In Mana Strike, apparently there are skins you can get for your characters. For your characters. And one of them is called Heart of the Ether Gideon. Okay, and uh, someone asked, I'm suspicious about you not uh, being not allowed to seriously comment about Heart of the Ether Gideon, am I right? So apparently someone asked about him, and he didn't, he didn't answer. Asked Mark Rosewater about G- this Heart of the Ether Gideon, and Mark Rosewater didn't answer. And Rosewater responds to this person with, it's not that I can't talk about it, there's just a lot going on with Magic at large, and I didn't want to misspeak. I talked to our liaison with the game, and here's what's going on. Mana Strike takes place in Bolus's meditation realm and is largely a simulation. That's why you can see Jace battling Jace, for example. This conceit allows the game to do some what-if character skins like Heart of the Ether Gideon. You'll see more what-if character skins in the future. In other words, hey, Magic players, welcome to online gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Non-canonical, don't think about it too hard. Let's have fun with it. Yeah. And the fact that they bothered to come up with a thing at all is really funny to me. It's like the people who are like, but why would Tracer and Widowmaker be in the the starting room 
uh, why? What's the reason Hang for that in game? Yeah. It's a it's a video game. Shut up. It doesn't matter. It literally None doesn't matter. It's a video game. Overwatch's canon. <laughs> That's the weird thing about Overwatch. Incredibly elaborate story. Also, there's a game over here. They don't actually mash. Yeah. So, Widowmaker is the sniper who works for the bad guys. Tracer is, you know, the the face of the Overwatch uh, the mascot. brand. The mascot. She's She works for the good guys. So, like, if you have a Tracer and a Widowmaker on your team, which you will if you're playing quick play, you'll always have a Widowmaker all the time. They're like, why? why how, how come they work together? They're clearly enemies. It's a video game. Shut up. And Why I'm really Bowser surprised that wasn't the answer for this. Mario. <laughs> yeah, how come Bowser and Mario are both on the same team in this team? Mario Kart, shut up. Double tennis. <laughs> how could this happen? <laughs> Why Waluigi? Why Waluigi? Why, Why Waluigi? <laughs> End of question. <laughs> yeah, this is just gaming. Although this does allow them to roll out, obviously, new outfits for characters. So if some of them are popular or go well, then welcome to more merch. Welcome to cosplay. Welcome to the things that every other game benefits from. Yep. I mean, at this point in time, Chandra's had like six similar looking but not the same outfits. Don't be surprised if she gets more. Yeah, and I think Christine Sprankle has cosplayed four of them? Probably. Three or four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pinball Witch says, just like how your paper games of Magic don't impact the MTG story? What? <laughs> oh, man, I thought I was really throwing things off in those mirror matches, too. <laughs> like, I changed the world when we got rid of Mana Burn. That was my doing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that everything that, that Bill just said, is, is except for the Mana Burn thing, was totally true. Uh, new skins in a game like this not only gives you a thing to get in game because you want to get things in game, you know, other than just new cards because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a digital video game, but that also opens up if they become, you know, big and popular. Like you said, merch, you can get like a, a Funko pop heart of the ether Gideon. Uh, or you'll see, a I don't know, a ice, themed Chandra outfit this that sounds you terrible. get on a t-shirt. I am so, looking dude, forward to Ice is still red, Clues. Ice is still red. It's fine. You're going to get Hot Topic Liliana with a Jack Skellington shirt? Yeah. Yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> that's how they cross-promote now. Uh, but yeah, that's... These are things that they can just throw out there. Like in Overwatch, there's a skin where uh, Wrecking Ball is a giant pumpkin. There's no canon behind that. It just looks cool. That's what all of these are going to be. It's fine. I think, uh, one of the, the, the original reason for this question was something like, are you not allowed to talk about it because these might be story spoilers? And no, they're just cool things that the artists are doing. Yeah. Just as a general pro tip, if it's story stuff, he's not going to reply to you. That's just, you're never getting a response if you ask something like that. They can't. Mark Rosewater used to post pictures of sunsets when people asked him questions like that. Because Wait, questions like what? Like, questions about what's going to come out in the future that he can't comment on. Oh, okay. <laughs> He'd be like, well, how many planeswalkers are in the next set? Picture of scenic sunset. That's That's a good sunset. Uh, 
Okay, I agree with Pinball Witch. She said, I want pajama planeswalkers like the maze skin from Overwatch. Yes. I would I would love to see, like... And this is just the first image that came to my mind, is Jace wearing, like, some basketball shorts and a shirt with a big-ass hole in it with his hair, like, only half up and the other half sort of matted down, looking like this. <laughs> I, I would... I would I would equip that skin on him and never take it off. <laughs> I'm imagining like Jace would just be one of those people who has if lost return to <laughs> because he actually wrote it for himself. Like not not for anyone else. If he wakes up with amnesia again, he's like, Well, I don't know where Ravnica is, but I guess someone there knows me. <laughs> then he plans walk there and everyone hates him. He's like, Man, this place sucks. <laughs> Just like every other plane, they all hate Jace. It's a collective trait. Good. So, there you go. That That's our, our last bit of news here. A little bit more fun. <laughs> if you're an artist and you have fun concepts for Planeswalker skins, post them to the internet. It'll be fun. I think that's neat. Fan art does sometimes make its way into games, so get on that. Yeah. Hurry up. So, shall we wrap it up then, gentlemen, and also you guys? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SqueegoblinAbob. There's no Iron Goblin because I might have left it in South Carolina. I, I figure two wrongs make a right. I don't know. <laughs> um, but more to the point, um, I will also note that um, I was at an anime convention and I had a lot of fun and my friend said this crazy idea of let's go watch Sonic and then let's go to a Sonic. And so we did that. <laughs> Whoa! Which, which was better? Uh, well, considering I didn't get any food at the Sonic. Oh, that's um, right. I, I actually liked the movie. It's a kid's movie. It's totally a kid's movie, but it was also good. Like... I'm not going to pretend that it deserves, you know, awards or anything, but it was a fun movie. And it was full of references to all kinds of Sonic stuff, including the American cartoons. Wow. It was full of things like that. Like, um, I don't want to give them away because I think the movie is actually worth watching. But um, it, it had a lot of Easter eggs that were cute, a lot of references to things that were cute. You're not going to be caught off guard by any of the plot twists. I mean, it's it's a kid's movie. Um, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I did like it, and I'd say go see it. Um, how, how was Jim Carrey? He was appropriately extra. Like, at no point in this did I feel like he matched any of the existing personalities for, like, the Dr. Robotnik Eggman character. Um, but he was very much just playing the height of arrogant genius who's also over the top and it worked it, it worked for the movie good um good. yeah because uh, that was my I, only like real like, concern was mm, is that even gonna mm. like if you remember from the original trailer you know the, the really bad one with gangster's paradise um when he does that thing of like i'm in charge me i'm smarter than you i'm in charge like yes that that entire scene is in the movie and his behavior is a lot like that. But it's it's not 
miserable. It doesn't get super old. It works out. He's just super arrogant, but also um, there's a lot of bits of it that are straight up references to the video games that weren't like we're we're shoving a Genesis in your face level stuff. It's just a lot of things that were fun with it, um, and that was cool. And I will say that um, I hope they make more. I would like them to um, because it was not a bad video game movie. And I never thought I'd be saying that about anything Sonic the Hedgehog at this point. Nice. Um, so, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Hey, Jay Cephas. Jay Cephas? Jay, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the pool. But, yeah, I just wanted so to do like, that before I forgot. Oh, that's fair. So yeah, like Sonic was fun. Um, I need to get around to seeing Birds of Prey. I feel bad that that movie had such a weak opening weekend because everyone who went told me it was good. Um, like everyone said it was good. Yeah, I, I feel like that movie just got snubbed hard because the the people that I know who went said it was a good comic book movie and that the marketing did a bad job of selling it um, because the, the marketing kind of made it look like it was super clueless or something. And that's not what it is. So I, I'm i going to try to catch that by the end of the week. Because I I feel really bad if it was just sabotaged by bad marketing. And it's actually a good movie. So I'll check that out. And I'll report that back to everyone too. I mean, apparently it made... About as much as Ford v. Ferrari did. In its opening yeah. week. But Ford v. Ferrari... And this is the thing I found on Twitter. Ford v. Ferrari... It was like, oh my god, it made like 30-some million. Isn't that awesome? And then Birds of Prey was like, oh my god, it only made like 30-some million. Isn't that terrible? And yeah. they both had similar budgets and similar... Welcome to bias, everybody. And I was like, yep. Like, you've launched your comic book movie at the beginning of February. And you're like, how could it do not as great as everything else? It's super unfair. Um, so I'm going to try to give that a shot this week. Like I would have seen it the weekend it came out. I just literally forgot it. So I'm going to try to catch it at some point during this week. I'm going to grab some friends and we're going to go. Yeah, I've um, been sick, but I think I'm going to grab mom and see if she wants to go see it. Yeah. Cause mom wants to see like all of the comic book movies except mm-hmm. for Joker. <laughs> That's fair. We saw the trailer, like the very first trailer for Joker. And she leaned over and said, we're not going to go see that, are we? Fair. I was like, do you want to? She went, oh, God, no. I was like, you're awesome. I've had no desire to watch Joker either. So Same I here. Um, oh, I will note that apparently Sonic made more in its opening than um, Detective Pikachu did. Yeah, that's a thing that I've Which seen. Yeah, surprised me. Um, oh. Detective Pikachu, also a good video game movie. We found the secret. It's don't just adapt the game plot, but do something with the characters that doesn't suck. Just make yeah, a movie why, that features the characters. That's why the Super Mario Brothers movie didn't work. Because uh, there's a lot. Do something with the characters that doesn't suck. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's important. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they were so drunk. Yeah, Google about how that movie worked. That's entertaining. Like, learn about how the Mario Brothers it movie is. came to exist. That's really entertaining. Same with Street Fighter. Uh, but don't Google how Street Fighter came to being at work. Uh, do that later on your own time. Uh, that's my warning there. Um, so anyway, I, I've rambled on long enough about this one. I'm going to now give it the clues. 
Hey, uh, if you want to hear more from me, uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Lock Luze, spelled just like it is in the show notes. We have show notes, by the way. You should check those out. They Only in the, uh, the stuff. <clears throat> in the audio version. That we've talked about. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I assume you were listening to the audio version. Because either you watch it live or, or, or the audio version. Or, or you can then go watch it on YouTube. Oh, no, there are lots of ways to see this. There are lots of ways to see this. Yeah. But you should, you should come join us live. It's, it's great fun. You can join in the chat. Some lively folks there. It's great. We, we miss you when you're not here, is what we'll say. Um, other things that are going on. I haven't seen any movies lately. Um, yeah, no, I got nothing. I got nothing you're, you're interesting. Yeah, no, no, I was trying to, was trying to think back as to what I did this weekend. And the answer is not really all that much now that I think about it. That was nice. nice. Yeah. It was really nice. Hey, if anybody needs some badges for PAX East, I still have some because I can't go and I I would like someone to get use of those. So get in touch, is what I must say. Uh, at LaCluze. <laughs> yeah, at LaCluze, spelled just like it is in the show notes. Find me on Twitter. Uh, that's about it. Um, let's pass things over to Chewy. And Pinball Wits through 10 more bits and says, and watching live, you can throw money at Chewy like this. That's right. We encourage that. <laughs> I appreciate like, it. Whenever you see Chewie in real life, just throw money at him. He reacts funny. Preferably yes. large bills, not small coins. Yeah, pre- preferably don't yeah, like don't snap make it a hail. at me. None of that. I used to work with a guy at one of my crappy jobs. I don't even remember which one now. I just remember there's a guy who could snap a quarter at you and, like, break the skin. That's not acceptable. Yeah, that no. acceptable. He didn't now, realize they were going that hard until he hit one of the other guys and it left, like a like, a small... Okay, I'm doing this like it's huge, but he left like a small little bloody spot. He was like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry." Here's he stopped doing it after that, but yeah, it was. Tell you what, Chewy, you see all these yen right here? I'm not throwing them at you. I appreciate that. No problem. Anyway, <laughs> so hi, I'm Chewy. I've been sick, which is why there has only been YouTube content coming out of me, and because it's YouTube content. That was already recorded. Otherwise, thank goodness that I had Slay the Spire. Because I did a run of Slay the Spire with the new character, the Watcher. She's awesome. Good. So my first run with her went up on YouTube in three videos. Because, spoilers, I won. Like, I, I got to the, 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 the third, you know, I got to the heart. But, like, it was... It was harrowing. I think I spent, like, half of that entire run... On the brink of death. But the Watcher is so sweet that the way that she gets out of almost dying is just by killing all the enemies. Just out of nowhere. Like, wait, hang on. Can I do, like, 100 damage this turn? Yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> she's she's really fun. At least the build that, that I had in that first game. I've unlocked new stuff. Which gives me different options now. Which is really cool. But anyway. So yeah, that went up on YouTube. It's three videos. Uh, check that out if uh, Slay the Spire interests you at all. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, an Untitled Goose Game was already okay. recorded. So that's been going up on YouTube. I did, let's see, the last video that went up, went up, I think, today. And it was the the final of the main story. And I use that in quotes because there's no story. You're just, you're an asshole goose. But, uh... After you you beat the game, in quotes, it gives you more things to do. So that will be another two or three videos. Like I said, it's going to depend on how the editing goes because there's a lot of wandering around going, I don't, I don't even know what the, 
what? I don't, how do I even? Uh, so <laughs> I'll cut a bunch of that out. <laughs> but I've still got like an hour and 40 minutes. Of of that, just raw footage. So yeah, uh, what else is coming up? Uh, I finished last night the final chapter of uh, Galacron's Awakening on Hearthstone, the solo adventure. Finally, it came out on Tuesday. I was going to stream it on Wednesday, and I didn't feel good. And then I continued to not feel good. In fact, I still don't feel good, but I'm good enough to do. Uh, you know, streaming a podcast. Yay. So, uh, yeah. And the final chapter, both the villains and the heroes were both really fun. Just really fun. One, we got to actually destroy the world. And then the other one, we got to stop the world from being destroyed. I'm still not entirely sure how that works, but it did. Uh, it's last in, first out. Ah, right. That's the one. (laughs) You, you, You save the world in response to destroying the world. Ah, matches and series then, right? Yeah, yeah, Okay. <laughs> it was on the stack. <coughs> well, which is it? You can't have batches and series and the stack. That's not how it works. No, no, this was the stack. Like, the oh, world okay. was being destroyed, and then you prevented it. Gotcha, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It had an amazing revelation about a certain character, and like I said, we got to destroy the world. That was awesome. So, yeah, yeah, those will be going up. Let's see, this will go up on Tuesday. So probably Wednesday and Thursday will be Galakron's Awakening. I mean, it'll, it'll, it's, it's basically a week late, but I was sick, whatever. <laughs> Plus I got to unlock the rest of the cards in that. And I've built an ass load of new decks using all of the cards from uh, Galakron's Awakening now. So I've got, the next time I stream Hearthstone, I've got a mess of decks to play. And I'm very excited. Yay! That was my elbow. So what else? I guess that's it. Here on Twitch, I will I'll be streaming Hearthstone at some point. Uh, uh, I'm sure there's a Skyrim stream in the future because anytime I'm not playing Skyrim, I'm sort of twitching and wishing I was playing Skyrim. I actually booted oh, up. I, I booted up uh, uh, Skyrim on the 360 one of those nights while I was sick, and I just could not watch another movie. I was like, I wonder, because this is when I could breathe. I was like, I wonder. I wonder if I could still get my save. And so I put in the disc and, and, and turn it on and it loaded and I'm level like 78 and I had like 300 hours and I still never beat the main quest or did either of the two big story based DLCs. <laughs> I didn't finish the dark brotherhood quest. I, I think I finished the college of Winterhold and the thieves guild. I think I finished both of those, but like, I got 300 hours in this game and I didn't finish anything. (laughs) So that made me happy. I ran around just doing a few things just to feel what it's like with a massively overpowered character. And I got two achievements in 2020 on Skyrim. What the hell? I was, I was walking around and a dragon attacked me and I went, what? what?" And I killed it and achievement popped. And I went, oh, brother. I was like, come on, man. So, yeah, that's that's going to make me want to stream Skyrim again with my, my kitty character. He's a kitty man, and he'll scratch your eyes out. Mm. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Because I'm wild. Yeah. <laughs> That's an odds and ends thing. That one's not out yet. Hey, speaking of the odds and ends, I've got one, two, three, four, six left from last year. Those would have been done a long time ago, but I got sick and sitting here then wasn't feasible. You know how it is when you get sick. I don't get sick. I think this is the first time I've been sick like this in like three or four years. Because I just don't get sick. Like I have bad brain time and I have like stomach issues and I have days where I just feel like crap. But I don't get like sick. It's not a thing. So when I do, it hits me very hard because I'm not used to it. And I'm a wuss. That'll do it. Yeah, I slept... I slept for two nights and didn't sleep for one night out on the uh, on my on my couch because it's got the, the recliner in in the, in the side so I could sleep sitting up and uh, and yeah yeah that was uh, that was nice I had my blankets from my bed and my teddy bear and, and my, my drugs <laughs> that was just pitiful. <laughs> Is Buster, for those of you that know my stuffed animals because you watch my content. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so yeah, I'm just rambling now because I'm very excited to not be as sick anymore. So yay. So this, uh, no, wait, we have to do the, the, the Patreon thing. So hey, Manipool Productions is a Patreon-supported endeavor and Pinball is through 10 bits for Buster. I'm sure he appreciates it, but I'm keeping him. So, hey, Buster, you got some bits, but you can't have them. Okay, now. <laughs> oh, and then she threw ten more and said, since I did that, ten for Dundee, too. I didn't have him for any of this Scalacron's Awakening, did I? Even though the League of Explorers was here. Oh, he's going to be pissed. Dundee helped me out during the original League of Explorers adventure in Hearthstone. He's a smartass. But anyway, uh, right. Patreon-supported Endeavor. If you want to help support Manipool Productions, help me pay the bills and whatnot, while I keep churning out this ridiculous amount of free content, even when I'm sick, but not like real sick, but still sort of sick like this, uh, then you can go to patreon.com slash themanipool and sign up to become a Manipool lifeguard, which gets you stuff. You can get Manipool episodes and YouTube videos early. There are no YouTube videos up early right now, but there will be... By like tomorrow afternoon. Soon. Soon, TM. Dun, dun, dun. You can get the odds and ends, which is all of the behind-the-scenes nonsense recorded before and after both Monday Night Magic and the Mana Pool, which is uh, uncensored and just, just nonsense. It's us. I'm sure we're going to talk more about bananas at the end because Clues is dying to, to do so. Oh, and uh, the sentence worked the first time. See? Uh, and also, I think we're probably going to talk about uh, uh, video game movies just because that was the thing we just talked about, so it's got to come up again. That's kind of what we do anyway. Uh, yeah. So, yay. Uh, and you can get for the, uh, at the, the top tier, the Mythic Lifeguards. You can get the sponsorship shout-out on the end screen for all YouTube videos and the... Uh, Both podcasts out loud. There we go. Brain is starting to shut down. It's, it's been, yeah, we've been live for about two hours. It's about how long I lasted last night. So let's get through this. Uh, I would like to thank our uh, Mythic Lifeguards. Whew, here we go. Uh, do I have any drink left? I have just enough. Excellent. 
Oh my god, and Pinball went through 500 bits. Said a big bit drop to help Chewie feel better, because I'm already a patron, so this is just a bonus bit of love. Aww. And then she made a, a Chewie emoji, because of course I have a Chewie emoji, with kisses on him. That's hot. Now, <clears throat> here we go. Jason Doan, Kim Ho, Andrew Hunt, Al, Lance Delicious, Team You Hellas How Are You, Connor Kennedy, John Morris, Alex Gonzalez, Scuzzo, Jeff Spencer, Stuart Law, PJ McMullen, Sophia Bertain, Casey... She's the one who bought Untitled Goose Game for me. Uh, Fayen Says, Danny Liao, Cody Buckowing, Jake Jansen, Jason Kaus, John Parker, Violet Moon, Aleph Cat, Beardy Man, Bartle, Backwards Logic, ALK Alters, and the Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. I appreciate Squee helping out with the... Uh... My favorite thing is that there's no way it syncs up due to lag. No, not at all. That's the best part. With all the counts. <laughs> so with that, we'll be done with Monday Night Magic number 682. Wow, really? Jesus. Is that right? Yeah, man. I did change that. Okay, yeah. So, uh, good lord. Uh, thank you all so very much for joining us. Don't get sick, and uh, go play some magic. <laughs>